Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Rev is with you over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. And we do this every Friday morning here on the New Thought Media Network, 7 a.m. on the Mountain Time. Please do hit the like button, hit the share button, let your friends know what you're doing, where you are, and, uh, and come join us because we got a good one for you today. Uh, we're gonna jump right into it. Uh, of all the crazy stories that I have seen and all the heartbreaking stories, let me be very clear also, of all the crazy and heartbreaking stories I've seen coming out of the war in Ukraine currently, uh, this first story today has to be one of the, the strangest. Uh, if you haven't heard, folks, there's a woman named Brittany Griner. She's a WNBA basketball star. Uh, yes, I know WNBA and, bas- and saying basketball would be redundant, but I'm not the sports guy around here. Z is. Uh, what, but she was arrested traveling into Russia on the 18th of February. So, yes, there was a buildup going on to war, but the war had not yet broken out or Russia's invasion of Ukraine had not yet broken out. And she was arrested going into Russia for by customs for having what they say is, quote, a large amount of uh, illegal drugs. Turns out she had, uh, we don't know if it's cannabis oil or hash oil, but it would appear, and what's being reported is that she had uh, some sort of oil car- oil cartridge. So most likely a vape cartridge is what they're saying. Uh, all kinds of weirdness here. Arrested on February 18th, although nobody else heard about that until the 5th of March. Uh, the I believe, Z, you found a reference to the fact that the, the U.S. Embassy wasn't even informed that a U.S. citizen was arrested coming into the country for these charges. Um, and it to me, it opens up all kinds of doors all kinds of doors um black female gay athlete uh, how is it and playing at top of the wnba how is it she needs to go to russia to play basketball to make money uh i can't imagine she's she's so broke she's trying to smuggle drugs to make money that doesn't seem to fit um nothing in this story seems to make sense yeah well yeah you know and 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 i don't know if i'm gonna blow a bag here but you know especially you know supposedly she was making a million dollars or a million and a half dollars a year for playing in russia um and she's been there playing for quite some time years uh, so I'm pretty sure that her major somebody will have informed her Russia is not the place to take drugs into the country or take them while you're there because they have strict rules, right? 
And when we hear about when we hear about a rumor, and it's not confirmed yet. When we hear about it, we probably may we may talk about this a little later. A rumor somebody in the NFL signing some huge, crazy four-year deal. And you have the women in the day making going across the country to going across, you know, to another country to play. There's some injustice there. Then there's some injustice about being there two year to uh, two weeks without knowing about it. And then there's, there's 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 always the question of if this is anyway true, what was Brittany thinking? I mean, yes. there's so many sides <laughs> to this story. I mean, because we've seen people do crazy, you know, uncharacteristic things. And so... However, that level of arrogance does not... I don't know her. I haven't followed. But again, black, female, and gay going into Russia. And you've been doing this for time. For time. It's not like it's her first trip. It's not like she's some, you know, 18, 19-year-old going away on a school studies program or something. She's a professional adult athlete. I do want to mention, yeah, she's grossly underpaid. If she's making a million a year in Russia and making two hundred thousand a year, two twenty-one, for what she does here in America, um, I can understand the desire to go play ball and make real money with it. uh, If you have that opportunity and that chance, so uh, she's got to be an intelligent enough woman to know you don't smuggle drugs into Russia. <laughs> yeah, so that's why, and that's why, you know, a lot of people are saying, all right, well, we're going to withhold justice and withhold comment and see, you know, is this, uh, is there some political wrangling going on now? Because of course, now with the war going on and all the sanctions going on in Russia, and because of sanctions, all media contact with Russia now has ceased and desist. All foreign yeah. you know, news agents are out of there. So any news that's coming out of there is going to be a little suspect. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see if this is a pawn play. Was this calculated? Is it any truth to it? Um, and so, you know, if, if we if we if we look at this in its totality and we bring it home to what we try to do here on the network is to look at the spiritual implications and applications of these types of things, you know, first and foremost, that what pops into my mind is be informed, right? Uh, we, we have to begin to be informed because these things, well, if we, if, well, let me say it this way, if we're not informed, we'll be apt to make snap judgments criticize people or make decisions on limited information and wind up having to retrace our steps. Yeah. Now, exactly. on a show like this, we take a little liberty sometimes because we come out, we don't have the whole story, but we're trying to create conversation and, and, and information and give people the opportunity to go do some homework. But that's, that's what spirituality is about, right? It's about taking responsibility and making sure you understand the situation and the environment that you're in. I'm done. Yes. All right. <laughs> no, you're not. We got 20 minutes left. What are you talking about? 
Let's do a couple quick shout outs. Good morning, Diego. Glad to see you, brother. Our executive producer watching from home. Not working this morning, but watching. Love that you're with us. Linda Plaster, it's good to see you, dear one. Yes, it is a cold, cold morning here in Colorado, uh, but it's going to get warmer. And yeah. of course, Wayne, glad you're with us, Wayne, as well. Good to see you, brother. Thank you for being here from Calgary, where it's probably colder than it is here. So yeah. uh, what are we complaining about? Okay, so, and, you know, as you were sharing, Z, I, I was struck with, I'm not grateful this woman is going through this, but I am grateful that in today's world, we can witness to some degree. And, you know, if we really think about it, if this happened 20, 30 years ago, uh, we might still not know she's in jail. Right. We still might not know what's going on. And, you know, there's some video footage that was released um, in the last couple of days of her putting her bags on the check thing to the, and da, da, da. Um, None of that would have been known for decades. And um, in uh, in looking this up, I saw that there was a, a 20 years ago, something similar happened with an athlete in Russia. And I wasn't able to track down all the details. If you're in the audience and you know what I'm talking about here, uh, chat it in or drop us a link. But uh, another athlete was arrested in Russia, but that was on charges of espionage. So that's a whole a lot different. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it, it does seem it's it's a little easy to draw the conclusion that she was arrested as a political pawn. And Russia said, yeah, grab us a pawn. We're, we're going to need some here. And here's an easy one. Yeah. For, for whatever reason. So especially when they're bombing hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to need some leverage. <laughs> They're going to need some leverage. <laughs> All right, we're not going there today, folks. I promise we'll be here until midnight if we went there. So, uh, <laughs> but speaking of leverage, all right. So, I was sharing before the show, folks, that uh, I, I don't really follow this, I don't follow sports, the sports world all that much. Uh, but thanks to Z, I'm at least knowledgeable now. So, um, if you don't know, here's the big news, right? The NFL starts their new season on March 16th. So anything you hear that's going on between now and March 16th is not done deal. Russell Wilson has agreed to come play for Denver, has been here and visited and is excited to be here, but that ain't a done deal until the 16th. Uh, our dear friend, uh, Oh, Vaughn, uh, sorry, his name jumped out of my head. Vaughn Miller uh, has been very active on Instagram saying, hey, I want to I come back to Denver. <laughs> Please take me back, take me back. Uh, I think it'd be even, he even picture, posted a picture of himself public, uh, chatting on the field with Russell Wilson before a game. Uh, so, but... The big story we want to touch on, and trust me, and believe me, we will continue to follow Brittany's story, and we'll report back to you on that as we go. But Aaron Rodgers is reportedly ready to sign a deal with the Green Bay Packers for $200 million, and 150 of that is guaranteed. Could get hurt on day one and still makes $150 million. That's more than just leverage. I, I can't tell if that's hubris or white privilege or 
Z, does any athlete deserve to, is any athlete, all right, let's take deserve away. Is any athlete really worth $50 million for a year's work? About 200 over four years. You know, I I don't play in that kind of cotton. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, you know, I don't, it's, it's interesting because at first blush, you would say, wow, that is a hell of a lot of money. And I'm, and I'm one of them. <laughs> That's a heck of a lot of money for a, a year worth of work. But from these owners' perspective, somehow they can figure it out. I mean, because you figure... I, I mean, in just a shot, just a straight shot, I think it's, I think it's, you know, who am I to say what a person's prosperity should be like? But I think it's, and in, in given, given, uh, given the current situation, that's a lot of money to give to one guy, especially when we look at some of his track records about I've been vaccinated and, and, and you know, and lying about some things or misstating, however he wants to term it, uh, to reward him. With that kind of money, I think would would would, would deserve some some scrutiny. Now, but when you look at it from the billionaire club that represents the owners of NFL football, I mean, look look just look at what's happening with with the Denver Broncos. They're up for sale. There will be some competing for it. From what I understand, the starting price is $4 billion. That's the starting price. Somebody may drive that up. Yep. And one person who had for, to be called the real owner of the team, they have to own 30% of the team. Yep. And then they can get a conglomerate or a consortium to come up with the rest of the money. That one person has to put down $1.2 billion I don't know if it's all cash or leverage or whatever. Right. But one person has to do that. That's a lot of money. Now, to think that you have to put that much money down, there got to be a ton of money being made in the NFL. But so still, you're, you got so you're so you're saying like two hundred million is just a one percent line item. I, I, you know, I, I'm going to go find out. I'm going. I got to find <laughs> out. You know, because the the here's the challenge. That's for one player. Let's say it's 50 million for one player. Right. You still got another 53 players on the team. And a salary right? cap. You got and you would, you know, you got your 53 man roster, plus you got your practice squad, plus you got your 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 coaching staff, your trainers, your statisticians. Uh, you know, so you're talking about a company, if you will, of at least a couple of hundred people. Right when you count all in, and 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 that's not even counting the stuff we don't know about, exactly. like mobile airport screening at your facility and police escorts to the ho to the airplane to your private to your team's plane and private hotels and all the sundry costs that go along with all. I can only imagine what a team spends on food for yes. a weekend away. Because I'm sure uh, they're feeding everybody. Nobody's going down to McDonald's or, or the local Arby's to get a sandwich for lunch. They're all being fed off of buffet tables. And, it, yeah, it's a huge amount of money, I'm sure. But but I don't, you know, 
given Aaron Rodgers is what, 38? I believe. Yeah, 38. Uh, In four years, he'll be uh, 42. (laughs) If you look at Tom Brady, who just left at what, 44? 44, yeah. Um, You know, Given the rules, can he make it? I, it it's just it's a big gamble. But of course, these guys uh, in in all these major league sports now, you know, after that, uh, I forget the name of the movie where where the statistician was with the uh, Oakland Athletics baseball team, and he came up with all the stats of how to win and everything. You oh, Moneyball. Moneyball. Yes, yeah. everybody is doing that now. On you know. They, they just had the combine. That's how Boston won its first World Series in forever, right? Was Boston was the joke of the league in baseball forever. Now, I'm a Yankee fan, folks, so they've been a joke to me from day one. But they were the joke of the league, and then they start playing money ball, and they start popping off World Series. There's no question that system works in, in that game. Yeah. So. And, 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 and so – so there's this whole thing in sports that and it, it really stands out in football, right? Because there's this parallel of saying that you know the athletes are like slaves, right? They when you go into like they just went into the combine in terms just just looking at statistics, these guys measure every they measure their hand size the size of their arms from wrist to elbow. And based on these measurements, they can begin to mathematically and calculate the velocity that a quarterback can throw a ball. Uh, You know, what kind of spiral he can get because he can get more of his hand on the ball if he got this size or that. I mean, so this, you know, it becomes a science if you really look at it with the way they do these players. I'm sorry, son. I know you got the passion, but your fingers are just too damn small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I I don't know. You know, it's making it's it's give it's definitely and, and when you look at, I think the league is probably, I forget the latest numbers, but they said the league is something like 65. 70% African American or uh, minority. Uh, and a lot of those are coming from undeveloped, un- underprivileged backgrounds. So it's definitely giving a lot of people an opportunity, as they say in the hood, to get a come up, right? Uh, yeah. But it's, you know, it, it, there's a price to pay for sure. And I mean, there's a price to pay for anything. So you just, you can figure out if you want to pay it and you go. But I don't think, just to be clear (laughs) on the point, I don't think Rogers is worth 200,000, 200 million. Uh, 200 million. I I have a tough time believing any one player is worth that kind of money to anyone. It's really valued. It, It puts in that much value to any one team. The other great story I heard this week, Antonio Brown and Kanye West are making a bid to buy the Broncos. Somebody what? wrote an article. Yeah, the article I read, we should be laughing at Antonio Brown and Kanye West for thinking they can even afford to buy the Broncos. Um, and the great point, we're talking $4 billion 
somebody calculated Antonio's entire career, he only ate it, made about 80 million. So that's not going to get him in the game. That's not going to get him to the table. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Kanye West doesn't have, I don't think anybody in the, in the owner's club is going to let Kanye in the door. So um, interesting things happening in the world today. But let's bring it back again to our principles. In the, in the hand, in, in, if you've already got your stuff, if you've got privilege, let's put it that way. The science of mind is often a philosophy of prosperity. And whether Aaron Rodgers follows this philosophy or not, there is no limit to the amount of good we can bring into our lives. And uh, now that's been, the philosophy of new thought's been accused of, uh, of that being a, a detractor from our philosophy. Uh, but I fully believe it's not based on the color of our skin. We can get beyond that. Yes, there are people that play in those in those games based on color, and there are people that uh, have privilege, and there are people that are, are oppressed because of skin color, and the principle doesn't change. So Aaron getting that kind of money does show all the rest of us that there's really no limits to the amount of dreams and the amount of good we can have in our lives if we're willing to work for it, if we're willing to go to the top of our game for it. So we'll give them a we'll give them a shout out. We'll keep following these stories. We do want to spend a little bit of time today also, though, on a story we spoke about a while back. Uh, this is Jussie Smollett. Now, if that name doesn't ring a bell, Jussie was uh, the star of a popular HBO series called Empire. He's an actor and um, he was the. Well, judges said, no, he wasn't the victim of a hate crime. The jury is that he wasn't a victim of the hate of a hate crime, uh, and he was charged with providing false evidence and false statements to police, uh, indicating that he had been the victim of a hate crime. Uh, the justice system would seem to think he made all that up, and that was all an act. And he's been sentenced to 30 months on probation, 150 days of detention, and a rather, I think a $200,000 fine or something like that. Uh, see your thoughts on this. Woo. <laughs> Again, you know, as, as I said with, with, with the story with Brittany, you would think that people, you know, and, and would, would, would not take these kinds of risks. Now, because the story, as, as it's told, is that he hired two brothers supposedly, to rough him up or whatever um, to do this for whatever. I, I don't know if it was for publicity. Obviously, it must have been for publicity because other than that, it doesn't make sense. Um, right. And, you know, it, it when it first came out, it was baffling to me after, when, when the part came out that they thought it was fabricated or it wasn't true in that he was on, he was on the show uh empire uh he was one of the stars he was doing well in the in the pro you know in 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 the series uh there was a trajectory of a very long and promising career as a result of that yep. and so my question is like why I mean, it's different if it was a real story, but now the indication is that it's not real, or that at least 
there's there's at least some good suspicion that it wasn't real. I, I you know I I haven't been on the case, so I don't know. I haven't followed it to that level. But the right. two brothers testified that 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 it was set up, right? As I yeah. understand, I haven't followed it to, to be perfectly honest. Just read some clips, but it doesn't make sense now. You know why would you jeopardize your whole career? He's a, and he's a relatively young man. He's in his early thirties. Right. To me, you know, well, I didn't even say that, but I, I, it doesn't. These these kinds of stories to me don't make sense. And and now people are rallying behind him because, you know, the question is: Was he high? Was he was he delusionary? Was he? Uh, did he, you know what happened to 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 tick someone off who's obviously worked hard at a craft, has been successful? to risk it all on potentially some bump in your popularity in social media and all of that. Right. Right. Well, it, it, the man, by the time this, and this all happened, I believe it was in 2018 or 2019, right? This trace case has been dragging on for a while. Yes. Currently estimates are that he's worth about 1.5 million. So, and I saw an older report that in 2015, when he was popular on the Empire, he was roughly estimated that he was that he was worth about 500,000. So if if those numbers are even correct, let's say he just doubled his income over the over the last five years or so. That's more than enough money to go talk about it. If you if there's a right, whether it's a hate crime, whether it's homophobic, whatever the crime. It, He's got enough money to stand up on a street corner in a nice suit and say, hey, I got a problem with this and let's talk about it. And the news stations are going to pick him up and it, articles are going to. Be, so it's not like he had to go get beat up right. to bring attention to the issue that that we're looking at, whether it's a hate crime and homophobic crime. Um, so they're saying this was a double racial and homophobic crime. And that's why it qualifies as a hate crime. Well, and, so, and you know, the the other part of this, he went to trial previously and was acquitted right. of this. And right. then they came back and they tried him again on, I don't know if the charges changed, I think, because this time they got him on disorderly conduct is what the what the what they what he's being convicted of, which was a little different than what they were charging him for on the original trial, I think. Um but you know, I think from a from a spiritual perspective, we have to begin to ask questions, not of this G, but of ourselves as well, because I'm you know, we all have our own confusion. Right. What would make a person who seemingly in any realm of success risk or put themselves in harm's way? For something that's avoidable or, or frivolous or you know uncharacteristic. I mean, we could come up with a bunch of words. What it I'm I don't know, I'm speechless. I would love the audience <laughs> to tell me because uh, I mean and 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 I do understand that you know people are risk takers and we don't always know what caused it to happen, but some risk we have to we gotta calculate them. Yeah. He was he was adamant at at uh, at the 
the reading of the verdict yesterday, he took down his mask and shouted out to the judge that I didn't do this. And, uh, I, you know, and there's a piece of me that wonders, was he just becoming an uppity person in, in the life of a bigger organization, a bigger cop? Because there is a piece of this that smells like setup. It does. Yeah. You know, whether, whether, and and it's hard to tell, right? Was the incident real? And then every, and then his buddies get pressured to change their story. Was was he really trying to create a setup of some sort to get somebody out or to bring a tent? There's too many. And oh, what I what I come back to in all of these things, right, folks, is we may never know. Nice. We may never know what really happened uh, with Brittany Griner in, in Russia. We may never really know what happened to get Aaron Rodgers that kind of money. <laughs> we may never know the answers to some of these questions. And that's okay. I think the important part is to be able to, in the face of what we don't know, is to look towards the good is to try to find so what can we take out of this um it's not that we're you know i don't want to make up any conspiracy stories i don't want to i'm not here saying oh i think he was or he wasn't yes. uh, yeah. i in what it feels like and and what intuition tells me but then i suspend all of that to stay in the in the possibility of okay what good can come out of this yeah Maybe Jesse, maybe Jesse is a little twisted in the head. Jesse, excuse me. Maybe he did get a little bit of a weird idea. Maybe it was a cut one too many shots of tequila and hey guys, let's do this thing. And maybe regardless of all the maybes, I invite us to look at all of these stories from a place of, okay, what good might come out of it, could come out of this? And we have and it seems obvious we're pointing at pay disparities in professional sports between black and white athletes we're we're looking at the need perhaps the need or the sense of feeling for a black actor that to make their their voice relevant it has to be a horrific act we the motivations are very very hard until they tell us directly Right. Brittany comes out and says, yeah, I was stupid. I was arrogant. I thought I could get away with it because I'm an athlete and I've traveled there so many times and I decided to take my pot with me this time. Right? There's all kinds of things we don't know, but I invite us to stay in the, in the perspective that these are real people and they're, do, and they're doing the best they can and they're trying to do the best they can um, with the cards that are being dealt. Yeah, that and that's 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 spot on, man. Because you know, uh, as 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 I love to say, we all have our own confusion. Meaning, we 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 don't always have all the facts. We don't have all the information, especially if we're looking at someone else. But more importantly, when we're dealing with our own lives, we don't have when we make decisions, we get as much information as we can, which is not always a hundred percent and we make a decision and sometimes from somebody else's perspective they say why did he make that decision um and that's where we are how to yep. make 
how to how to change your thinking and change your life. Right. Yep. Linda, exactly. This is what SOM is about, evaluating our own thinking, evaluating what was I thinking? What was I believing that got me to this point? And am I okay with it? Or do I want to change what I'm thinking? Do I want to change the way I believe to create something different in my life? Well, folks, we've effectively done it. We've run over time again. Uh, <laughs> we've been considering extending this program to 45 minutes on Friday mornings uh, and just going until the quarter quarter of the hour uh, because that's when our next friend comes on the air, Seku writes with his show, Be Your Own Hero. Uh, my only concern is we'll probably run long at 45 minutes and cut into Seku. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, let us know. Would you like to see a little bit more of uh, ministers talking shit on Friday mornings or is a half an hour good enough for you? Uh, one way or the other, we're going to get out of here for now. Thank you for being with us. Please share this with your friends. Share it with, uh, and if you're, you know, if you're not liking what you're hearing here, then share it with people you don't like. But uh, if you like what you hear and like what you're seeing here, please share with your friends. Let them know what you're doing. Hit the, the donate button. Hit any old buttons you want to hit. Uh, we're going to get out of here for now. Uh, we'll be back next week. And we have a special guest with us next week. Our dear friend, Reverend Gil Olmstead, will be with us on the program next week. So you can look forward to that. Uh, on at, With that note, we're going to get out of here. Final thoughts? Um, let's, let's do what Linda said. Let's, let's evaluate our thinking. See what that thought has brought us and see if it's something we want to continue. Because if we do, it will become a habit, whether it's going down the left lane or the right lane. You figure out which lane you want to be on but evaluate our thinking and change it when necessary. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to invite you to believe with all your heart and all your mind that the work you do is worth 200 million over four years as well. Until next time, folks, peace and blessings. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other sh** our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our sh** with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.